Hi there, I'm Dean Heskin, President and CEO of Swiss America Trading Corporation. Uh, thank you for tuning into our podcast, The Secret War on Cash. Uh, we are talking today about a lot of the things that have been happening recently in our banking system that to most people and most people who are involved in our banking system is quite troubling. Uh, we've seen bank failures, we've seen clients' uh, accounts being frozen, uh, but without getting any further, for anything further about that away, uh, I'd like to introduce uh, our guest again here, Chris Agalestos, uh, one of our senior account executives here at Swiss America. Good morning, Chris. How are you? Doing great. How are you? Doing very well. Thank you. And thanks for being with us again. Um, without actually wasting any more time, let's just get right into it. Um, Chris, it seems like literally every day anymore that we're hearing about some kind of a glitch or minor catastrophe taking place with the various banks throughout the country. Um, I think one of the most recent ones that sticks out for a lot of people was the uh, Simi Valley bank closure several months ago, leaving depositors waiting in line in hopes of being able to get in and gain access to their funds. Um, I don't know about you, but to me, I've got to believe that has to be a horrible feeling when that happens. Uh, to someone and their their money just is all of a sudden like locked up or you no longer have access to it. And then yeah. since Simi Valley, it's been happening more and more. Uh, Green Dot Bank, which is linked to Walmart, recently uh, restricted depositors access to their money. Can you tell us a little bit more about this and why this was happening? Yeah, so there were a couple of things happening here. Um, and what's unique about this story is is Green Dot is an online only uh, bank, right? Which a lot of uh, new banks are kind of going that direction. You know, hey, we don't need branches. But um, in this uh, in this case, they had one uh, depositor who had their tax refund uh, over seven thousand dollars, I think it was. So a good chunk of money uh, deposited into their bank back in July, and uh, the bank determined that there was some sort of suspicious activity as part wow. of that account and uh and just locked her locked her out you know froze froze the account and she's essentially getting the runaround trying to to get her money back uh, and then you also had technical issues um where uh, people couldn't use their funds uh, transactions were being declined and essentially the bank had so much of that going on that their call centers were overwhelmed so i think it kind of comes back to if there if there isn't a physical branch and you can't get through to them on the phone, um, you're really at the at the mercy of the bank. Uh, these people are sitting and waiting, you know, using their credit cards to pay their bills because they can't access their their funds in a timely manner. And, and hopefully it gets, you know, resolved, but at, you know, at, at, in what time period? Sure. You know, you met, people are using, because of this, having to use their credit cards to pay bills. That's interesting you bring that up because with, you know, the, the, amount of time we look at markets and things that are going on in the economy uh i'm sure many of our listeners are aware like that's one of the things that is a uh many are calling kind of a huge achilles heel in our whole financial system right now is uh the amount of credit card debt out there that is just like choking out families financially so now you mentioned sure. the, the gal who was putting i think it was a gal who uh was receiving a tax refund which i would assume right. that was something she filed somewhere back in April, if not earlier this year, I mean, to your knowledge, has she received her money yet? I mean, that's, that's quite a few months in waiting. Yeah, as of yesterday, uh, yesterday's report, she still had not had access to it. The money was in her account, but she can't use her account. So in essence, she wow. doesn't have the money. Wow, that is unbelievable. Yeah. Well, then, uh, you know, kind of related to that, um, you know, again, talking about banks and just some of the things that... It, 
that you know we've been seeing or experiencing or others have um over the you know really i think it's been intensified or somewhat magnified the last few years but i saw over the weekend where thousands of people in various states who bank with chase in this case as an example they were unable to access their money through atms now from from what i understand it was due to a computer glitch which we all know that can happen but as i, I read this chris i thought to myself in a way that's eh, not a big deal but as i started to think about it more and more i realized that this is just one more vulnerability being exposed in how our finances work in today's society and, and what i mean by that simi valley bank situations like green dot bank or the many other bank closures you know at what point does something happen and people panic creating a mass exodus of banks and you know the reason we keep our money in banks is to know that our money is safe and it's there until we need it i think there's plenty right. of reasons as as we've been discussing things here today uh to question that logic from like from your perspective is there a reason mm -hmm. for concern something like this might happen or do you think it's just you know over worrying about nothing no, I mean, maybe 10 years ago, I would have thought, okay, odds of, of uh, a complete bank failure, you know, while anything could happen, maybe it's a slim, you know, a slim chance. But uh, you're right, over the last several years, we've seen multiple glitches, not just with ATMs, but uh, software glitches where people see money disappearing out of their account. Um, you know, in this electronic world where we're so reliant on our computers and systems to be uh, functioning properly when something goes wrong it can cause a major problem and uh, i think a lot of people uh you know until it happens to you right you hear the story and you think oh well that stinks you know but as this is happening more and more at some point we're all going to be affected by it and and what that really does is erode uh confidence in the banking system and i think a lot of people don't realize that um, you know the banks don't just hold our money there you know when we when you deposit ten thousand dollars into the bank uh, they no longer just wheel that into the vault and and keep it on a shelf with your name on it. You know that money goes to uh, other uh, people through loans and through credit cards, and the banks invest it. They try to make money on your money, right? That's that's what they're in the business of, sure. and uh, so they really retain a, a very small amount of our money in their system. So if you have enough of these seemingly small issues that happen over and over. And people lose confidence you know you really only need maybe uh one out of every 10 people to say you know what i i don't really trust the bank anymore i think i'm going to pull my money out and right. uh, and and the other 90 percent might still have confidence in it but if you get that uh that small percentage that lose faith and pull their money out that's enough to crash the the entire system yeah well it's funny you say as you phrase it the the seemingly small issues uh, you know, I still remember like it was yesterday uh, watching those people standing in line at uh, Simi Valley Bank yeah. waiting to get in there. And uh, yeah. I bet you if you ask anyone standing in line, is this a seemingly <laughs> small issue, you'd probably no. get a resounding no, this is a big issue. But Yeah, I'd get, I'd get a, be a beat down. That's what would happen. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> that's what I mean. It's, it's, it, until it happens to you, you can't really appreciate the magnitude of how it can impact your life. Sure, sure. Well, Chris, one final article I, I want to talk to you about from a few days ago uh, was something I saw where, where the U.S. Treasury now has been freezing customers' accounts. <laughs> now, this we know is common with banks, you know, where an account might be frozen or locked up if they suspect fraud or illegal activity. Uh, but there's mm -hmm. been a huge surge recently in frozen bank accounts 
on taxpaying, taxpaying law-abiding citizens. In fact, right. I, I read not too long ago, the BBB, uh, Better Business Bureau, that is, has been receiving a record number of complaints recently against banks for these reasons. The common thread in the people who are having their accounts frozen is seemingly nothing. I mean, mm-hmm. in, in some cases, Chris, they, they were saying they were retirees. Uh, I read about a, a band that was raising funds for refugee re- refugee relief. Um, mm-hmm. Or like the, the article we talked about a moment ago, uh, where, uh, or excuse me, an article, on the, on the, I think it's coming on the screen now, uh, where a woman just simply deposited a $1,500 check she received in a settlement. You know, right. and it, it seems like the banks have grown increasingly less concerned about the people that they should be serving and, and, and very arbitrary in their actions. Yeah. I mean, I guess, Chris, what do you think the end game is here? Or is there one? I know it's a question, a matter of your opinion, but I mean, what do you yeah. think is, is going on here? Well, you know, it's a good question. You know, with, with this particular case with uh, the U S treasury, you know, is there malice there or, you know, quite honestly, since it's the government, uh, maybe it's simply incompetence, right? <laughs> we know they aren't always the most efficient when it comes to managing things. But, you know, some of the major uh, uh, complaints here, you know, was, uh, again, people being frozen out of their accounts. Uh, this one gentleman has had accounts with the uh, Treasury Direct for over 10 years, uh, buying I-bonds, you know, uh, a safe investment, right, in, in U.S. bonds. And uh, all of a sudden, the, the Treasury Department decided to go back and start auditing all these old accounts. Um, you know, is it to drum up money? Is it to, to find errors? Who knows? But, you know, they're going back years and essentially um, having people be guilty, freezing them in their account, and then you have to prove your innocence, you know, the opposite of, of uh, our justice system here. And that's the real problem to me is there's all this unchecked power and if they have your money and they deem anything suspicious or they have a question about something, they can lock you out of your funds. And until or unless you can prove yourself innocent, you're really at, at the mercy of, of the banks or at the government in this case. And how do you how do you fight the government? You know, how does one person uh, right? You're not you're not going to go down to, to D.C. And, and knock on the Treasury Department uh, door and go to see somebody about this issue. In fact. Um, they, they didn't even have uh, phone access to people to be able to get help. They had to correspond through the mail. So you have to send in complaints, send in proof, verifying that you're an innocent person, not a criminal. And I mean, that could take weeks or even months to resolve. And what do you do in the meantime? Sure, sure. And in fact, I think I read that with one gentleman repeated, the, the one gentleman, I think with the I-bonds repeatedly mm-hmm. was, you know, requesting some clarification or what have you and, right. and nothing happened. So, right. you know, That's Chris, this, this all ties into the reports which America has been offering people about the secret war on their cash, you know, and anyone listening to this podcast here today or watching it uh, can get their free copy by calling, you know, the Swiss America offices at 1-800-289-2646 or going to the website, uh, SwissAmerica.com. And Chris, if you don't mind, as we wrap up here, could you tell our listeners a little more about what they could expect to see when they request a copy of this report? Yeah, so this is, uh, if not the most, certainly one of the most popular reports we've put out because it highlights a lot of the things that we talked about today, you know, um, the, the freedoms that really we've lost in our, 
our banking system and the risks we take when we put our money in. And, um, you know, the bank obviously uh, isn't going to put uh, on the front of one of their brochures when you're opening an account, you know, all the risks that you're agreeing to and, and the risks that you're taking. You know, they want to make everything sound rosy and, and give you confidence. But it's when you have these problems that you realize, um, you know, maybe I should have read the fine print. And so really this report uh, puts some of that information in a, in a concise, easy to read format so you can be better informed. I mean, I think, look, we all probably have to use uh, the banking system at the very least to some extent. But I think you should be armed with the knowledge and understand the risks so that maybe you can better diversify yourself or, you know, give yourself a fighting chance uh, against yeah. these big banks and the government. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for that. And thank you for today, Chris, again, for being with us on this podcast. Um, and for those of you tuning in, we really appreciate it as well. Uh, again, I'm, my name is Dean Heskin. I'm president and CEO of Swiss America Trading. Uh, thanks for tuning in and look forward to, to the next time you do. Uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you so much. Have a great day.